What's up, Inside, Inside Out? Out? Welcome back to another episode of Inside Out Insider. My name is Brooke, and I am the girls' director intern here at CBCB. And my name is Jorge, and I am the youth pastor here at Inside Out. Why did you forget what your job title was for a second? I do a lot of things, you know, around the church. It's kind of hard to remember. You know, I guess you're right. It's been a busy summer. My brain's kind of whack right yeah, now. It's 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 been a lot. Plus, this is like the first week back at school. A lot of things are starting up again. Yeah. So tell me about your summer. Man. What did you do? Where have we been? Jeez. What have you been up to? Since the last podcast, what have we done and where have we been? Uh, I took a trip to California. I don't even remember if I had talked about that at all in the last podcast, but it was a lot of fun. Went to California for a week just to go see some friends, uh, just to kind of have a vacation of sorts and just to relax. Did some surfing while I was out there. Drove around a lot of beaches and did some running, spent a lot of time on the sand. It was good. It was a lot of fun, a lot of swimming, a lot of exploring, uh, and it was a really good time. I and love California, and I love their beaches, but I think Florida may be better. Florida? Yeah, beach-wise. Mm. I haven't. I think weather-wise, California's amazing. Mm. Beach-wise, Florida is awesome, and that's where I have been since the last time we decided to do a podcast. I spent a whole week in Florida and every single morning, you know, I was up on the beach watching that sunrise, getting my quiet time in. I don't think there's any place better than on the beach watching the sunrise and spend some time with Jesus. That was like, oh my gosh, it was awesome. Man, I couldn't agree with you more. I love the beach. <laughs> and then after both of our trips, after you came back from Florida and I came back from California, we both had a pretty big person to celebrate, a big event for somebody here at our church. His pretty huge. Yeah, pretty huge. His name is Josh Helmreich. He's, uh, he leads our youth worship, and the man got married to the beautiful olivia it was such a beautiful wedding fantastic we got oh my gosh you and i and keenan who also helps out here at inside we all got to drive up to dallas celebrate the amazing couple for a whole weekend it was a blast it really was i mean and like the dance floor was just it was so fun fantastic like you know after they stopped playing all the slow songs and stuff and started playing like year 3000 by the jonas yeah. brothers and i'll just jumping up and dancing that was classics. a sweaty mess after that it was oh, fun man. though there was light up bow ties <laughs> at one point i remember and i think i still have mine they were just fantastic yeah and then they had a candy bar after which was awesome they did oh they did that's right yeah do you remember don't remember that. well i didn't get the opportunity to get in line but i do remember you being kind enough to share some of the candy that was at that bar yeah that then later gave me a huge stomach <laughs> But it was, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, so we've both had pretty busy summers. Mm -hmm. In all of this mix, we had the lock-in. We've been prepping for the semester. We've been just having team meetings and finally kind of closing out the Inside Out summer to now begin the Inside Out fall semester. I think we're pretty much ready. I'm so excited for the fall. This will be my first fall here. I know. Welcome to the Inside Out Fall Semester. I know. I'm like so pumped. I'm so ready for it. I am excited for coffee on Fridays that I got to experience a little bit in the spring. That's I'm right. excited for those. I'm excited to go to all our student games, FCAs, everything like that. I'm like, 
I'm really excited. Super stoked. And for our merch to come out. Yes, yes. Lots of big things. You know, I always say I don't have favorites, but truthfully, at least in this situation, my favorite semesters uh, are for sure during the school year because that's where we're most active. We have lots of sports games, like you're saying. We just get to be more involved in the school life. But the fall is my favorite because we actually get like two days of cold weather and it's usually very nice. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, the fall and just like the beginning of a new school year, we can start a new set of habits. Like once the school year starts, we're going to be talking about how to make building a community a habit. Ooh, that's been a word that has been on my mind like all summer and is actually the word that I've been praying about for this semester is community. So Mm -hmm. going back into the school year, There's just a lot of opportunities to be mindful when it comes to community. Yeah, and I have a lot of teacher friends, um, and something they've also been praying a lot about is community and what they can do in the school to, like, show um, the, like, light of Jesus in the school, et cetera, et cetera. And one big thing that I think is super cool is I had one of my teacher friends, she was talking to me yesterday at Life Group, and she has a list of, like, her students and staff, and she prays over them every single day, which I think is a huge task to take on. That is. But she has already said that it's only been a week they've been back to school, uh, that teachers have come up to her and been like, something's different about the places here. Like, something's different, like, in our school. And, like, obviously Jesus had that, that, that was planned, like, way before we can even imagine, but it's really cool that now she gets to be included in that and see like the things that are happening because of her prayer man that is really that's really sweet to hear especially you know with her getting to be a teacher getting to see these students every single day and take the opportunity that she's got um it kind of makes me truth be told a little jealous because i want to so bad see our students you know more than the one or two times a week that we get to Mm -hmm. see them and spend time with them uh but of course you know since covid you know certain health restrictions, things like that. It's been tough to be at school lunches. It's been tough trying to be as involved uh, as I once was before there were certain restrictions. So the opportunity of getting to see somebody like your friend who gets to spend time every single day with the students, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. I think it's really cool that she's able to be a part of that. But I think our students could be a part of that in their schools as well if we want to give them some little tips and tricks on how to yeah, some tips and tricks uh, for community. For me, at least, I find that the best community happens uh, really in two places, or the best conversations, rather. One, for some reason, I feel like the best conversations happen in a car, during a car ride. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but you know, all my bro friends, my brother, whoever it might be, whenever we're driving, we just have the deepest conversations, and we're not even looking at each other. You know, it's just the weirdest thing. And then two, I think the best conversations and the best community is had around food for whatever reason. Yeah, I think there just being something there kind of takes away like the pressure or like the tension of having to just stare into somebody's face. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're in a car, you're not looking at each other. You're just having conversations. When you're eating, you're not exactly just staring at each other the whole time. You're eating, you're talking. It just kind of breaks up the tension. I think those two places bring such a good opportunity for community. And what's really cool is uh, Michael Frost in the book, he says that the one thing Jesus actually told us to do every time we meet together was to eat. So it's like he already pre-planned that every time we're at the dinner table, whether it's with friends or family, that that's the place to where you can talk about not only just open up about your feelings and what's going on in your day, but 
usually like if you want it to, it can definitely lead into like your spiritual journey with Christ and how that relationship is looking, why you have faith in Jesus, all those types of things. And also one more thing he says in the book that just made me laugh is he says, we can literally eat our way into the kingdom of God. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that is, man. But he does make a good point. Like just through just meals and conversations, mm-hmm. like this is just such a good place to foster this community. I think of, you know, certain times since I've been in ministry where there are, you know, students that I've gotten to meet throughout, you know, time and throughout semesters. And it's just, our relationship has just naturally formed over time to where it's just, okay, great. I say hi to that student. I know them. It's not weird. Mm. Then there are other times where maybe a student that I have not had the opportunity to meet asks if we can get coffee or, you know, a guy from the guys group asks if we can get lunch. And my biggest concern is that I'm going to go meet with somebody that I don't know. Like, I don't know what to, like, what Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. I don't know the first thing about this student. They may be here for the first time. But whenever we have this, like, first time meeting up, getting to know each other over food or over coffee, it just immediately brings down the walls that maybe the student or even myself may have. Just a great place to do it. I was talking to Pastor Mike about this a little bit uh, before we were getting started, and he kind of gave us like some really good advice and something that he used to do towards the beginning because he used to be the youth pastor here before you. Yeah. Um, and he said what he told his students to do at school was the high initiative. Do you want to kind of explain what that was? Yeah. The high initiative was, I think it was going on, well, obviously when I was a student here, uh, but when I was on the team and essentially the whole goal of the high initiative was to is do exactly that. Say hi to one person every single day. There's nothing special. There's nothing crazy, no tactic. It was just say hi. And the idea behind it was if they said hi back, great. Take the next step, which is, you know, ask them how their day is going or how they're doing. And if they respond back, great. Next step, have lunch with them, sit down with them and continue to build this community or this relationship rather, uh, starting from a simple like hi or hello. Now, if they don't respond back or they respond back in a negative way, that's okay. You just let it go, pray for them, maybe from a distance next time, mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe try with a different person. But the whole idea was to try and get to know somebody that you would probably never have the opportunity to speak to otherwise. Yeah, and I think the high initiative is a great approach that I really want to encourage each of y'all to be a part of this semester and or not or not just this semester, the whole year. I think this should be something that we all continue to do from here on out. I think it's a great habit to have. Um, but back to the lunchroom, I know we all have like our set lunch tables with our friends, whether it's senior dining or the cafeteria. Um, and I want to encourage y'all with this high initiative to invite those people to maybe sit with you at the lunch table if it comes to that point. You know, obviously, if they aren't saying hi back to you, maybe that's not the person you invite back today. But if it kind of leads to that direction, like invite them to sit with you, whether they're a believer, a non-believer, that is an opportunity to where you can maybe one day eventually pour out your heart to them about how much you love Jesus and the way Jesus has impacted your life. Because I mean, in the Bible, that's what Jesus did. He didn't just sit down with the perfect people, the believers. He sat down with the tax collectors, just unbelievers and the poor at his table. So 
maybe just keeping that in mind, which it might be uncomfortable. Who said being a believer was going to be comfortable? You are like always uncomfortable, it feels like. But I just want to encourage y'all to do that this year. Yeah, I think that is a a great challenge to give each student uh, because, you know, there's a lot of routine going back to the school, right? We have, you know, your classes, your schedules, your sports, you know, of course, homework. Uh, but there's there's just routines being built into your day. And the lunchroom is one of these. It's one of the things that everybody does. Everybody has to eat food. Everybody has to, you know, eventually sleep. But eating food at your school, at these lunch tables every single day, like you mentioned earlier, it could be really easy to just dismiss it, sit with your friends, do the normal, comfortable, regular thing that we most of us probably did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go back to class or there is this huge opportunity where you eat, you know, what is it? Some students eat breakfast, but primarily just lunch. You eat one meal a day at your school every single day. Mm-hmm. And there's just hundreds of people around you that you could take the opportunity to get to know. And I think that's kind of something I did a lot in high school. I was on dance team. I kind of stuck with my, I guess I'm going to say it, my click. I was yeah. in a little click. I did not want to expand from that friend group because I was so comfortable and like when I want to be shy like I can be shy I'm usually not the person to just go up to somebody new and say hello it's something that I'm definitely working on but like for instance Allie the girls leader that helps me here um we went to the same high school I definitely like I knew her name I never once like went out of my way to say hello Like, we had some classes together. She ended up moving to a different high school. And we have such a great friendship now. Imagine if my freshman year of high school, I would have stopped her in the hallway and been like, hey, Allie, we have this mutual friend. Like, let's be friends and let's talk about our love for Jesus. Wouldn't that have been cool to have it sooner? Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. And, you know, like, to your point, like, I'll give two stories real quick about how, like, exactly what you're talking about, the difference between, you know, maybe you go out and you give it a shot, and you try to invite somebody, you try to build a relationship, build community, sometimes it goes amazing, and sometimes it doesn't. When I was in high school, I had this really amazing pastor, and we tried the 15 seconds of courage every day. It was 15 seconds of courage where you would just do something that you would normally not. Maybe that's praying for somebody. Maybe that's helping somebody unload things from their car that you don't know. Maybe that's, you know, inviting somebody to sit with you. But it just takes 15 seconds of courage to try something bold. Um, I'm going to start off with the example that it did not go the way I thought it would. Uh, I was getting my driver's license and for some of us, you know, when you're getting your driver's license, you have to drive with an instructor and you have to do the course, all that good stuff. At times when you're driving with the instructor, there's two other students in the car. Well, I was sitting in the back seat. And there was a student sitting next to me, never met them, have had plenty of classes with them and thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just ask them how their day is going. Like, maybe this is what I'll do. And who knows? Like, maybe we become amazing friends. So we park the car. The instructor gets out of the car to set up parallel parking. It's just three of us silently sitting in a quiet car. It's not even on at this (laughs) point. That's awkward. It was horrible. And I was like, okay, we're like five seconds into this dead silence. I'm going to say something. So I leaned over. (laughs) I leaned over and I said, hey, how's your day going? No response. Oh, no. None. And it was oh, like no. for sure loud enough to where you know like he and the person in the front seat definitely heard what I just said. So I thought 15 seconds is not over. I'm going to ask him again. 
Uh, so, oh no. <laughs> no, yeah. I leaned over again and I said, "Hey man, like how's your day going?" And he just looked at me. Oh, oh he, he, my didn't, gosh. he didn't say anything. And I, I just, would just like, oh. oh man, it was horrible because I was sitting in the car. There's nowhere you can go. Like you just have to sit in this car and wait for your turn to drive. So the rest of the drive is about an hour and a half long. Just dead silence. An hour and a half. Oh yeah. Because we oh all had gosh. to take turns driving 30 minutes each. So we all just realized what had happened and just sat with that. Oh gosh, that's uncomfortable. I remember thinking like, God. Why did you set me up like that? Like, what happened? I thought we were, like, on the same page. Like, I thought this was going to go well. Whatever. The next story, uh, I was a camp counselor at a new camp that I had never been to before. And I didn't have, like, another friend with me. So I was just kind of new and kind of scared or whatever. And the camp counselor next door was this super athletic-looking guy. I was very intimidated. I was like, he's more athletic than me. He's, like, ten times my size. I'm not going to say hi to him. He's probably older. Like, I can't talk to the older kids. Well, fast forward, you know, five hours into the first day of camp, I said hi to him. We ended up being very close friends. To this day, he is currently one of my neighbors uh, that we are just just absolutely got this huge, great friendship that wouldn't have started had I not taken that first initial 15 seconds of courage and just said hi. So to your point, Brooke, uh, we just never know what could come from these little moments of, man, let's sit together at a lunch table. Let's talk. Let me invite you. If it's a yes, great. Let's see where it goes. If it's a no, no big deal. You will survive. Yeah. And this is really something that like I still struggle with to this day. Yesterday, I was at my life group. Um, I go to Crossbridge's Young Professionals Life Group. I hadn't been there in a few weeks because, like I said, it's been a busy summer. I showed up by myself. For whatever reason, it took a lot in me to get there yesterday. And I show up, and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, no. Like, where are all my friends? I don't know anybody here today. I already didn't want to come. All I'm going to do is go sit in this chair, pull out my phone, drink by drink, and just wait till life group starts. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. This is so awkward. I, like, don't want to create new friendships here. And then I'm sitting down in my chair and I'm just thinking, I was just like talking to God. I was like, God, like, why am I here? Why am I here? I don't want to be here. And he just kept saying like, Brooke, go be in community. Like you're here for a reason. Go talk to that one girl you had one interaction with three weeks ago and see where it goes. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go do that. Go up to her, end up meeting her friend Maggie And we end up at the end of the night, it's a group of us four girls, and we are talking forever. We stayed way later than we should have. And it's like, I went in there (laughs) with the mindset of like, I'm not talking to anybody. Nobody talked to me. I'm like, I don't want to be here. And then I just took that little 15 second courage, like you were saying, and I went and said something. And now I have a cute little community, a group of girls in my life group. Isn't that just crazy how that works? Yeah, it is. I mean, just like your story. And this happened yesterday. Yeah, this happened yesterday. This is fresh. Like, this is a real thing that happens every single day all around us. There's opportunities at every turn. It's up Mm -hmm. to us to take them. So as we get into this next school year, um, our challenge to each student, uh, and really to anybody, student, whether you're a student or not, uh, is to see these opportunities for community, for relationships, have 15 seconds of courage, Sometimes it takes even less. And let God do his thing. You have no idea how he's going to work through the situation. Mm -hmm. Say hi to that one person you see every day that you pass in the hallway or you pass on your way to lunch and just see where that relationship could go. 
the last paragraph in, in this book, uh, in this chapter, says, See the opportunity as a goldmine for missional relationship building. Don't lose sight of the good goal of conversation. Conversation can take things way farther than you would expect. So, guys, our challenge to y'all is to have some 15 seconds of courage each day to challenge yourself to invite somebody to sit with you, start a conversation, say hi. We've talked of multiple different, you know, little ways that you could uh, build a community and relationship. And honestly, the rest of it, trust God with it. It may turn into something fantastic. It may just be a little weird moment in your day. But either way, trust God with it and see what he does with it. Yeah, and we'll be praying with and for y'all through this. We'll be also doing these 15 seconds of courage little challenge ourselves. If you have any cool stories after you hear this podcast and have tried out our little challenge, DM it to us at Inside Out CBCB and we'll share a little story on our next podcast. I'm excited to hear them. And you know what, Brooke? Let's do this. The first person who shares their experience of this challenge with us will be the person who gets a shirt oh so we'll see who you know maybe tries this and see how it goes it doesn't have to be a great success story if you dm us first and say hey i tried nothing happened that's okay that's all right dm us anyways we will be praying for you guys this entire week we will see y'all next time inside out. out